welcome to the Your Confident Self Podcast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat and gain confidence like never before. I help corporate women get the confidence to ask for the job they want and do the work they love. Isn't it time you got unstuck and showed the world how fabulous you are? Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to the podcast. It's International Coaching Week, so this is a great time for us to talk about what coaching can do for you. If you're stuck in a rut or facing a challenge that seems impossible, or maybe you've been wanting to make a huge change in your life, but you don't know where to begin, or maybe it's time to take your career in a different direction, either by choice or not, and you need some help figuring out how to do that. That's where coaching comes into the picture. Because a coach isn't emotionally attached to the situation, they can help you see things from what I call an interested distance, and they'll be more objective. And if you struggle with confidence, being focused, or setting goals, working with a coach will help in those areas too. So today, let's explore what coaching is and how it can help you in both your professional and personal life. So what is coaching? Now, 10 years ago, when we heard the word coach, we automatically thought of a football coach, a basketball coach, or anything else sports related. My, how things have changed (laughs) over the last years. Now, when you hear the word coach, which you hear a lot, that word refers to a lot of different things because there are coaches for just about anything and everything you can imagine. We'll get into the different types of coaches in just a moment. So what exactly is coaching? Well, according to Wikipedia, and I can't believe I'm using Wikipedia as a source, but according to Wikipedia, coaching is a form of development in which an experienced person called a coach supports a learner or a client in achieving a specific personal or professional goal by providing training and guidance. We're going to talk a little bit more about what coaching is and what coaching is not when we're talking about coaching versus consulting. But for right now, now that you know what coaching is, you may be wondering, do you need a coach? Any area of your life where you're not seeing forward motion is a potential opportunity for you to work with a specialized coach. Yes, you can read books. Yes, you can buy courses. And I encourage you to do that. But if it were easy to change alone, then you would have done it by now. A coach can help you implement what you learn and support your goals. And that's the key to success, accountability and support. So if you're ready for a change and you believe that some help would be good, good news. There are coaches out there who can help you. Now, we want to stay safe and safe means staying the same, which is why it's hard to make changes alone. But if you're ready to shake that up and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then the answer to the question, do you need a coach, is yes. So what kind of coaches are they and what do they do? As a rule, I'm going to use the umbrella term for a life coach because there are several different types of coaches out there. For the type of coach I'm going to talk about today, they can kind of fall under the umbrella of a life coach. And a life coach can be the key to unlocking a more satisfying and meaningful life. They act as guides, 
helping you identify your unique areas of potential growth and helping you come up with a customized strategy for reaching your goals. The reason why I say everything falls under the umbrella of a life coach is there's a wide range of things a life coach can help you navigate, whether it's personal development, dealing with a job loss or job change, time management, coping with grief, lack of self-confidence, managing stress, figuring out what your passions are, or helping you decide what your purpose is, finding balance between work and life, helping you develop better decision-making skills, basically any change you're going through or any uncertainty that you're struggling with, and so much more a life coach can help you with. Now, having said that, life coaches do often specialize in specific areas. So it's important to have a conversation with a potential coach to make sure they're experienced in the area where you need help. Just like I wouldn't go to a dentist if I needed my eyes checked, (laughs) I shouldn't go to a coach who focuses on finance if my issue is stress management. Unless, of course, my stress is all about finances. Now, before any coaches who are listening to me say, hey, I can coach on anything, that's true. Coaches are trained in specific skills that apply to a lot of different situations. All trained coaches can coach in any area of specialty. But if it's important to you to have someone who has been through what you're going through, who's an expert in what you want to change, don't worry, there's likely a good match out there for you. Coaches specialize in a number of different things that I'm going to run through for you. Career coaching. So a career coach specializes in helping women navigate their career path, including job searching, networking, interviewing, and negotiating job offers. They may also help their clients identify their strengths and values so they make career decisions that are more aligned with who they really are. A career coach can help someone who's looking to make a career change but lacks the confidence to explore new opportunities. They can also help someone unlock their potential in their current career. Ultimately, a career coach wants to help you identify your professional objectives and then create a roadmap just for you so that you can achieve them while they are supporting and guiding you through the process to take your career to the next level. Next, we have health and wellness coaches. Now, a health and wellness coach focuses on helping their clients improve their physical and emotional well-being. So they may help clients set goals related to nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, self-care, any number of things that relate to your overall health and wellness. Sometimes they work in partnership with healthcare providers to support clients in making positive lifestyle changes. So that could be anything from setting goals around increasing physical activity, making changes to your diet, or even getting enough sleep. I met someone a couple of weeks ago who is a sleep coach. I should have hired her on the spot. (laughs) She probably could have helped me stop going to bed at two o'clock in the morning when I need to be at my desk working at 10 the next day. Another specialized type of coach is a relationship coach. And a relationship coach helps you navigate your personal relationships, whether you're talking about romantic relationships, family, or friend relationships. They may help clients improve communication, set boundaries, and work through conflicts. Relationship coaches often help you identify patterns in your relationships 
so that you can make changes to improve the relationships if you don't like it. If you're too close to it, sometimes it's hard for you to see the pattern, but relationship coaches excel in that and they can help you develop strategies that will help you resolve anything that's going on in your relationships. The next coach is an executive coach. Now, an executive coach is similar to a career coach, but an executive coach works with people who are in leadership positions, helping them develop their leadership skills and achieve their professional goals. So it's kind of like the next level of career coaching. Typically, executive coaches help their clients improve their communication, decision-making, and time management skills, as well as developing strategies to manage their teams more effectively. So an executive coach usually works with high-level executives or business owners. A performance coach is the next specialty we're going to look at, and they help you unleash your highest and best performance. I know that sounds similar to what I said a life coach can do, but performance coaching is like if life coaching is a Toyota, then performance coaching is a Lexus. So with the performance coach, you have a lot of accountability, you acquire advanced skills and tools, and you reach peak productivity. So if there are things specifically in your workplace that are preventing you from being the employee or the leader that you want to be, a performance coach is perfect for helping you optimize your mind and body for high-level success. There are even spiritual coaches who can help you explore your personal definition of spirituality developing a deeper understanding of yourself and the world around you so that you can make positive changes that help you find more happiness, fulfillment, and all-around well-being. There are just a few more coaches we're going to look at. A money coach. If you need help setting up a budget, getting your spending under control, or ensuring that you're putting away money into savings, a money coach is the partner for you. Now, this is a coach who you really want to vet very carefully because you're going to have to be vulnerable with this coach so that they can look at your whole, honest, transparent financial picture. A money coach looks at your income, your spending habits, and the debt that you have. They need that information to help develop a financial plan that works best for you and your needs. Next coach is a body image coach. And this type of coach guides you towards increased self-confidence, specifically around body issues. They help you build a better relationship with yourself through acceptance and love, but most of all, by learning to accept your body as it is in this moment. Having an appreciation, not a tolerance for, but an appreciation for all that your body does and building a better body image can be life-changing. So the last two coaches are a mindset coach and a speaking coach. Now, a mindset coach specializes in helping you develop a positive, forward-thinking, growth-oriented mindset. They'll help you identify any limiting beliefs or thoughts that are not serving you and help you work to change the way you think. Because when you change the way you think, you change the way you feel. And when you change the way you feel, you change the way you show up. Mindset coaches often work with tools like affirmations, visualization, even vision boards. And they're there to guide you into learning how to control your thoughts and beliefs 
so that you're controlling your mind. You'll have more self-awareness, confidence, and success. And finally, a speaking coach. A speaking coach helps you improve your public speaking skills by teaching you specific techniques for effective communication, presentation, and performance. They provide personalized feedback, support, and guidance on all the different aspects of public speaking, including tone, pace, body language, and content delivery. They also may work with you on reducing stage fright and addressing any specific fears or concerns that you have about public speaking. Public speaking is like one of the greatest fears <laughs> that we have. So a speaking coach through a combination of instruction, practice, and gentle, constructive criticism helps you become a more effective and engaging public speaker. There are a lot more types of specialized coaches than the ones I just walked through. So I think you can see there are coaches for just about everything under the sun if you look. Now, sometimes people use the term coach when they really mean consultant. So you may be wondering, what is the difference? Now, there is some overlap between coaching and consulting, but there are some critical differences between the two. Around focus expertise, approach, and time frame. So a coach typically focuses on helping the client identify and achieve their own stated goals, while a consultant focuses on solving a specific problem. They also differ in expertise. So a consultant is typically hired for a specific expertise in a specific area, while a coach doesn't necessarily have subject matter expertise, but they're skilled at guiding clients through a process of self-discovery, accountability, and goal setting. Now, when we look at approach, a consultant provides advice and recommendations. They often tell you what to do, while a coach uses a more facilitative approach. We ask amazing questions. And we encourage you to come up with your own solutions because we believe that you have the best answers for yourself. The final way that consultants and coaches differ is around time frame. So consultant is usually hired for a specific project or a specific problem, while coaching could be ongoing over a longer period of time, with sessions taking place regularly over several months or even years. So a coach focuses on empowering clients to achieve their own goals by providing support, guidance, accountability, and encouragement, while a consultant provides expert advice and specific solutions to specific problems. So what are the benefits of working with a coach? Now, depending on the type of coach you work with, there will be different benefits setting and achieving personal goals, setting and achieving corporate goals, managing stress and anxiety better, becoming more organized and productive, developing a better self-image, developing a better body image, finding your passion or reconnecting with your life purpose, managing your finances better, healing your relationship with food, letting go of self-limiting beliefs, and finding a different way of thinking that works better for you. 
diving deeper into spirituality, learning and practicing strategies to deal with conflict better, learning how to communicate better, and on and on. Now, I will say one thing is critical when you're working with a coach. The benefits that you're going to see from working with a coach depend on how willing you are to do the work because it is your work to do. The coach is right there in partnership with you, standing beside you to help you. But the more effort you put in, the better results you'll see. So how do you find the right coach for you? Well, as women, how do we find the right anything for us? If we find a great restaurant, a fantastic place to stay, a great hairdresser or someone to do our nails or a plumber, we'll get recommendations from people we know. So you could start there when you're looking for a coach. Start by asking people around you if they have worked with a coach. You may be surprised that people have worked with a coach and not mentioned it. So ask them if they've worked with a coach, what their experience was, and if they would recommend the coach that they worked with. If you're looking for a more specialized coach than your friend recommends, be sure to mention the specific type of work you're looking to do so that you don't get a lot of recommendations for coaches that you don't want to work with. Now, after you've gathered some initial recommendations, do your research. Check them out online. Look at their websites, read testimonials. If they have a mailing list on their website, sign up so you can get a feel for how they communicate, how they show up, what types of things they talk about, and what types of services they offer. You can tell a lot by someone by looking at what they're putting out into the world. And before you leave your research, look at their credentials. Now, this is an interesting topic. And I'll admit right up front, I have a bias here. While it's not required that a coach have a credential to be a coach, there are some good reasons to choose a coach who does have credentials. First, the credentials are like a seal of approval from a professional coaching organization. So if you pick a credentialed coach, you can feel confident that they have met certain standards for training, education, and experience. Second, credential coaches have likely received in-depth training on coaching techniques and principles, which helps them better support you. So if I'm working with a plumber, I can work with a plumber who's a master plumber, or I can work with someone who's a plumber part-time. They both might do the same work for me, but the one who's a master plumber, who's more educated and has had practice, they're going to do the job better and faster and I'm going to have a higher level of confidence in them. Third, coaches with credentials are held to a code of ethics and professional standards, which can help ensure that they're acting in your best interests. If they violate that, they don't get to carry the credential. Finally, credentialed coaches complete continuing education. They didn't attend coach training and that's it. They are staying up to date on the best methods, the best tools, the best worksheets, the best templates to work with so they know their stuff and they're committed to helping you succeed. So choosing a coach who's credentialed can provide assurance of quality, expertise, accountability, and ongoing professional development. 
Does that mean that you can't find a good coach who isn't credentialed? Nope. But it means that you're more likely to find a good coach if they are. And I told you right up front, I have a bias because I am credentialed and I take a lot of pride in the investment I made in going out and getting the skills I needed to help people in the way that I wanted to help them. So you've done some research, you've looked for someone perhaps who's credentialed. The next thing you want to do in finding a coach is meet with them. Get on a call with them. You don't have to meet them face-to-face if they're not in a local area. And a lot of us work remote. So I work with clients all over the country, actually in other countries as well, because of the ability to meet people virtually. But actually talking with someone gives you and the potential coach the opportunity to see if the chemistry works, to see if the fit is right, personally and professionally, and for you to ask the questions that you need to make sure that the coach offers what you're looking for. So after you do your research and you speak with a prospective coach, it's time to make your decision of who is the best coach for you and hire them. So now you've hired them. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Now what? Let's talk really quickly about what to expect from your coaching experience. Because I said, we're going to talk about what coaching can do for you. So here's what you can expect from your coach and the coaching experience. When you have expectations about something that don't match up to the experience, it doesn't taste good. It doesn't feel good. It could leave you feeling disappointed or even resentful. However, in the case of working with a coach, there are some things that you can reasonably expect. You should expect an assessment or a questionnaire of some sort. Your coach is likely to send you a link to a document or send you a document to fill out. This is so they can get a better understanding of not just the challenges you're facing, but the strengths and the goals that you have. It's not always fun filling something like this out, but if you take the time to fill it out completely, it helps your coach help you because then your coach can develop a plan that's personalized just for you. So take the time to fill it out and be as in-depth with your answers as you are comfortable being. Second thing you can expect is confidentiality. Anything you talk about with your coach will be held in the utmost confidentiality. You should feel comfortable sharing anything that comes up, knowing that your session and whatever you say is protected and your coach will keep this information private. You should expect regular sessions. Most coaching relationships, I can't think of one that doesn't, most coaching relationships involve regular sessions, typically once a week or once a month, to keep your momentum going and allow you that ongoing support that you deserve. Some coaches include support via email or using an app that I've talked about often called Voxer, which I love, for quick check-ins or to ask a question in between sessions. This is all All of these types of things will be laid out by your coach when you hire them so that you'll know exactly what to expect. And then before I mention that what you'll get out of it depends on what you put in it. So you can absolutely expect your coaching experience to require participation from you. It is a dialogue. This is not a speech that someone gives you during your sessions. You have to show up ready to participate. This will make sure that you get the most out of your experience. So what does a coaching experience look like? It just means that you'll need to be open and honest with your coach, ask questions, be willing to answer questions, 
And once you've decided on a step, an action step to move forward and then be willing to get suggestions and guidance about the steps that you're taking. Also, there's a little homework. So you should expect a little homework. Your coach will probably assign or make some suggestions from work that you can do between sessions to help you stay focused and keep making progress. Sometimes it's exercises. Sometimes it's reflecting. Sometimes there are other specific actions that they'll assign as homework. You'll also feel empowered when you're working with a coach. Because your coach excels at making you confident to take action, reach your goals, and do things that you didn't believe you could do. The coaching experience helps you get a better understanding of yourself, to look at things from a new lens, and stop telling yourself those old stories that are holding you back, and build the confidence that you need to take action and go after what you want. I have a cheat sheet for you that helps you prepare for your first session with a life coach. It has been one of the most popular tools on my website, and you can get it at allegrativity.com slash 119. So that's allegrativity.com slash 119 for your worksheet for your first session with a life coach. You'll want to have a clear goal in mind when you're working with a coach. If you have a clear and specific goal, then you and your coach can have laser-like focus on reaching that goal. That focus will keep you motivated. It will make accountability easier and it makes the commitment easier because you know exactly what you've committed to do. And the commitment and the accountability enable you to measure your progress along the way. If you set a goal that's a year long and you don't check in until 12 months, I'm just going to leave that hanging right there because I think you know, if you don't check on a goal for a year, it's not likely to happen. And if it is, it's with a lot of stress and pain that's not required. If you check in at intervals, you'll get that little endorphin boost when you realize that you're making progress and that what you want is on the way. So the last thing I'll share is how do you know when it's time to end a coaching experience? Because I said before, sometimes your coaching experience goes on for months or even years, but it's important to evaluate the progress that you're making. And if you find that you've made great progress and you feel like you've reached all the goals or the outcomes that you wanted to, and you've gained some great tools and skills to be able to continue with that work on your own, there's nothing wrong with talking about that with your coach and stopping that coaching engagement. It works the other way around as well. So if your coach feels like you have really gotten a handle on this, you've reached your goals, your outcomes, and you're no longer making progress, they'll likely suggest to you that it might be time to end the relationship for now. You can end it and just leave it open-ended that you'll get back in touch if you want a refresher. Or you can say, hey, I think that we're at a good stopping point. Let's rest for six months and then come back together and see if we want to do more work. It's an open and honest conversation so that you can mutually agree on what it is that you want to do next. So I hope you can see in this brief lesson on what coaching can do for you, that it can help you both personally and in your career by helping you learn how to change your mindset, question your limiting beliefs and the stories that you tell yourself, and open you up to more opportunities, new opportunities, better opportunities. The most important thing is that working with a coach can help you get the tools that you need 
to make the changes you want to make. So if you're feeling stuck in any area of life or your career, consider reaching out to a coach. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at what a difference it will make in your life. If you want to chat with me about coaching, I'd be honored to have that conversation. Just visit allegrativity.com discovery and we can set up a time so we can chat to see if our chemistry is good and if my areas of expertise and experience are what you're looking for to move towards your goals. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll catch you next time.